Are you a female gym baddie committed to leveling up in all areas through health and fitness? Hi, hello. I'm your host, Anika, and this is the Fit Chit Chat Podcast. I'm an online coach, personal trainer, and serious peanut butter addict. I love helping women to break through plateaus so you can feel strong, define your curves, and create authentic fucking confidence. Together, we'll delve into all the topics that matter to you. Learn how to maximize your progress in the gym, make nutrition a no-brainer, and nail results you can finally keep. You are guaranteed to leave feeling educated, entertained, and empowered to become your baddest damn self. Hi, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Fit Chit Chat podcast. Firstly, I want to say thank you for joining me today on episode 13, which is crazy to think that this idea that I was mulling over all of last year about, you know, someday, one day I will, is actually come to life this year and has been on for 13 weeks consistently already. So big pat on the back to me. I'm very proud of that. I also want to say if there's anything inside of these episodes that you find really useful, I would love to hear from you. If there's topics that you want me to delve into, absolutely shoot me a message. If you think one of your girlfriends, your friends, your family members would resonate with any of the episodes, definitely send it through to them. And if you just really loved an episode yourself, why not share it on your Instagram story and tag me in it? I would super appreciate all of the love. So let's jump in. Actually, one other note I just want to mention, I have some really exciting episodes coming up in the next few weeks up to like the month time. I've actually been reaching out to some more people inside of the health and fitness industry lately. So I'm talking other coaches, dietitians, physios, and I've got some people locked in, which I think is going to be super, super exciting. Um, but yeah, I just thought I would dr- teaser drop that before we jump in today's episode, which is cool. Mindset shifts to lose the all or nothing mentality. Now, this is obviously something that is super common amongst women. I see it time and time again. I'm sure you've probably experienced it yourself or know someone that has. It's this idea that we are either doing all of it perfectly or we're not doing it all. And now this can show up in different areas of your life. I'm not talking exclusively um, health and fitness right now, but I do see it a lot in terms of people's training, nutrition, and just their lifestyles, a healthy lifestyle approach, okay? We are going to touch on a couple of different areas. I'm going to give you three different mindset shifts that you can be implementing to get rid of this all or nothing mentality that you are struggling with right now. So the first one I'm going to be talking about is this concept of dials. Now, dials are obviously a range. They can, you know, if we're talking about volume dials, they go from like one to 10 or whatever, right? Rather than thinking about things in all or nothing, on or off, black or white, it's either one or the other. There's no in between. There's no gray area. So this concept of dials We'll go across the board. So all areas, we're talking your training, your nutrition, your steps, your sleep, maybe your hydration. This can also branch out into, you know, your social, your relationships, work, etc. If we consider everything in your life to be a dial and that we can manage these dials anywhere between one and 10, we're going to remove this idea that it's either yes or no, on or off, black or white. Okay. The dials are going to be getting turned up and down all of the time. And sometimes one dial might be higher than the other. 
Maybe one is taking over this week because let's get some real life examples. Maybe work is crazy this week and you've got deadlines and meetings and maybe you have to travel interstate or it's just a really heavy workload week. Your work dial might be turned up to 10 out of 10, taking all your all your time, you're staying back late in the office, all of this sort of stuff. And then maybe in those weeks, unfortunately, your training might have to take a step back. You might have to dial down to a 5 out of 10. Now, what that looks like is a 5 out of 10. It's a 50%. It's two out of your four training sessions get done, not zero. You can see where I'm going at with this. Training has been dialed back to 5 out of 10. We're doing half the amount that, you know, ideally in a perfect world would be getting in. But it's better than nothing. It's better than turning it down completely and doing a zero out of 10 and flicking the switch off and saying all or nothing. If I can't do all four, I'm doing zero. Now we can obviously apply this to lots of different other scenarios as well. Even just within your health and fitness or your training and your nutrition, it's like maybe your training has been 10 out of 10 this week. You've been smashing PBs. You've got all of your training sessions in. You've been feeling really good. Everything's smooth sailing there but you've had a few hiccups along the way with your food. Maybe there was some surprise lunches at work that you weren't expecting. Maybe you had to go out to dinner with your family. Maybe you just had a really shit day and missed your meal prep and left it at home at work, uh, left it at home on your way to work and you've gotten to work with an empty bag and gone, oh, okay, this is a funny story. I'm just going to chuck this in here. The other day when I left for my PTs in the morning, so I normally start at 6 a.m., I grabbed my breakfast out of the fridge and left. And it wasn't until I was like around the corner, halfway to work, I was like, fuck. I opened up the container and it was literally just cheese. I had put an opened packet of cheese in a container that looks exactly the same as the container that I prepped my breakfast in. So here's me on my way to work with slices of cheese for breakfast. Luckily, I lived super close. I turned around, went home, got it, and then just managed to get to my PTs on time. But anyway, funny story, right? Things are going to pop up whether they're intentional or not. But understanding that you can just dial, um, like adjust your dials up and down as needed takes away this all or nothing. I'm either doing it perfectly or I'm not doing it all. And it's okay. Like life happens. Can you imagine if all of your tiles were 10 out of 10 all of the time, you'd probably be super overwhelmed, super run down, lots on your plate, etc. And it's okay for some dials to come down some weeks. I think if you understand and accept that that's just the way it is and you can adjust these at any point, then it makes it a lot easier to move away from this idea that we're all in or we're all out. Because you know next week when the work dial is back down to where it normally is and your commitments have reduced there, that we can crank your training and nutrition dials back up and really prioritize your goals and continue to work towards the outcomes that you're chasing. Now, I think this one actually flows really well into the second point I want to touch on, which is understanding that all of these different components, they're all individual and they don't necessarily have to impact each other. When we come from this all or nothing mentality, it's like all of these things are in or all of these things are out. And it's like if we actually look at these individual components as their own unique thing and understand that they don't necessarily have to affect each other, again, this can remove the idea that we are clean slating everything, doing all of it or nothing. If we look at your nutrition, your training, your steps, your cardio, your lifestyle factors, so things like your sleep, your hydration, where your stress is at, all of these things are individual components or individual slices of a big, beautiful pie we called life, then understanding that 
Just because one might have gone out the window doesn't mean the others have to as well. It's a really interesting thing, and I'm sure you've all been there, where it's like, I can't get to the gym this week, training's not happening, so I'm not going to worry about tracking my macros, or I'm not going to make health-conscious decisions. Decisions. I'm not going to prioritize protein. I'm going to have this instead. It's understanding that these are individual components. Just because you didn't get to train this week doesn't mean your nutrition has to go out the window as well, and vice versa. Just because potentially your nutrition hasn't been on track, maybe you haven't been hitting your macros, maybe you've been making some more emotional decisions rather than the practical, logical uh, nutrition decisions that you made that are in alignment with your goals instead of acting upon what you actually need to do and you, you were a little bit more emotional and probably went off the wayside with your food, training can still happen. They, they are independent of each other. You can still be getting into the gym and smashing it out rather than thinking that, Oh, because I've been eating like shit, what's the point of me training? Again, like I said, there's all these different things. Maybe if we are looking at your week and you aren't going to get all your training sessions in, and maybe you haven't been making the best food decisions, you could still be hitting your steps every day. There's no reason that you could still you couldn't still be hitting your 12K steps every day or your 10 or your 8 or your 15 or whatever your target is. It doesn't mean that you aren't getting eight hours of sleep a night. Just because you haven't been eating well and training doesn't mean I'm going to stay up all night, have an absolute bender each night watching Netflix and only sleep six hours. You can see here that although maybe some things aren't great, you can still be proud of and consider wins in other areas. You can still be getting three liters of water. You can still be prioritizing your stress management, whether that's you know winding down at night with a book whether you take nice long walks with a coffee outside in the fresh air, whether you are someone who does something more crafty like a puzzle or a cross stitch or uh, I'm trying to think of something else. Remember when everyone used to make like Scoobies? Does anybody remember Scoobies and like beadwork stuff? Anyway, I digress. Um, You might be having a week where one or two of these areas might not be to plan. It's okay. Consider them as all individual things and say to yourself, just because X doesn't mean Y. Just because my nutrition's not on point doesn't mean I need to skip out on my cardio sessions, okay? So considering them as individual components as well, rather than everything as one is either on or off, can really help in losing that all or nothing mentality. Now, When we are looking, this is going to be number three I'm going to touch on here, at all of these components, consider having some baselines or standards that you won't drop below. So even if your nutrition isn't exactly where you want it, because when we come from this all or nothing mentality, it's like nutrition has to be on point. I have to hit my calories, all three macros. I have to be doing this extreme, absolute 100% perfection and anything less than perfection is not okay. Let's move away from that and just have baseline standards. So even on those weeks where shit isn't going great, you still have something to fall back to. There's a saying, I've just remembered there's a saying, it's like you fall back to the standard of your systems or something like that. I need to remember what that saying is. 
All right, I'm interrupting this podcast, mid-podcast, to tell you that I actually looked up what the saying is. It is a quote that says, you do not rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. It's a quote from James Clear, who does the book Atomic Habits. I'm sure lots of you have seen or read that. Um, and essentially it's saying that you your goal is a desired outcome and you want to rise up to that challenge. But even if you don't hit it, you're always going to fall back to your systems, which is a collection of your daily habits and your routine and what you're willing to set as like a baseline standard. Spend less time focusing on the outcome itself and more time focusing on the habits that precede the results or the habits that you have to go through to actually get it is what you are wanting to achieve. So does that make sense? That's the quote that I was trying to get at. Anyway, back to the podcast. But you get my point. It's like we're going to always fall back to what we've set as an acceptable baseline for ourselves and be real about that. So if we're going to take nutrition as the example here, your baselines or your standards that you never drop below for your nutrition might be, even if I'm not tracking and hitting my calories and my macros, I'm still going to make sure that I have three serves of protein every day. Or I'm going to make sure that I have three serves of protein and two pieces of fruit. Or three serves, two protein, and five veg. You can see what I'm getting at here. Maybe it's the amount of meals and snacks. If you're someone that goes off the wayside with nutrition and actually just kind of stops eating altogether, it's like, okay, I'm still going to prioritize getting in three solid meals and one snack. Or three solid meals full stop. What are the baselines or the standards that you can say that, you know, even if it's not 100% on point, where can I continue to maintain a level of standard for myself? That way you still have some sort of guidelines, some sort of boundaries in place that it doesn't all have to go out the window. One of the things I do with my clients, actually, I've just thought of this now, is when we look at tracking calories and macros, we know calories are king. Secondary to that, especially when we're looking at body composition, so the amount of fat and muscle ratio on your body, protein is super important as well. But fats and carbs can kind of be wishy-washy between the two. I don't mind. As long as you're not bottoming out your fats, that's really important, especially as women, then go for gold. So maybe your adjustment, if you can't be hitting your cals and all three macros this week, is maybe you just still hit your protein target and somewhere within your calorie range. So, you know, 200 calories over or under your target. That's like a 400 calorie range. As long as you're landing in there, and you're hitting your protein, maybe that's the standard you're going to fall to this week and don't stress too much about getting your fats and your carbs on point. At the end of the day, they, they don't actually matter as much as we sometimes think they matter, okay? So maybe your baseline and your standards for, let's have another example through your steps. Maybe you're in a deficit fat loss phase at the moment, so your steps have been bumped up to 14, 15,000, and that's just not going to happen with the amount of commitments and stresses you've got going on this week. Maybe something's happened where you're super time poor and you can't actually fit in that extra walk that you would normally get in, in every day. Maybe you say, okay, I know that I can still get in 8,000 in a day and I'm going to put in another half an hour walk because that's all I can manage. You'd still hit around you know, 10, 11,000 steps. Maybe it's not 15,000. Maybe it's not the target that you'd set for yourself in your fat loss phase, but it's still pretty good. It's still pretty close. You're still putting effort in towards it. And it's better than going, fuck it. If I can't do 15,000, I'm not going to stress about it at all. You've still got a baseline standard for yourself that you're happy to fall back down to, even if you can't reach where it is that you want to be. 
An example for training would be maybe if we're looking at the time poor perspective again, maybe you can't get in a full session that you normally would. Say it takes you with your warm-up, your training session and your cool down, maybe you're there an hour, an hour and 15 and you can't quite squeeze that in this week. Can you do 45 minutes? Can you do two sets of everything instead of three? You can see how we don't have to go, I'm either training or I'm not. It's like maybe you just kind of half the volume that you're doing this week. Is that a standard for yourself that even if you can't get in the session, you would try and do that? Or maybe the standard is instead of, like I said before, instead of doing four, you're going to at least do two in a week. If you can at least do two out of your four in your week and that's your baseline standard for you, cool. But just understanding that there are some things that you can fall back to and be like, at the end of the day, even on the worst week when the shit hits the fan, at least I still maintained my minimum standards that I've set for myself and be realistic about those as well. All right. I want to finish talking about the, I guess the the mental and the emotional state of the all or nothing mentality. I know firsthand, and I see it with some of my clients when they first come to me, that this all or nothing mentality, this on or off spin cycle, feeling like you're on a roller coaster can take such a toll on our mental state. It's super fatiguing. And emotionally, it makes us feel like shit. We start to tell our story, ourselves stories about what this means about us, about how we're a failure because we can't stick to it or what's the point or I shouldn't even bother. I totally get what this feels like and how rough that can feel. So with the three things that I've given you today, talking about using everything as a dial versus on or off switches, considering everything as individual components that don't need to be affecting each other, and three, having baseline standards for yourself. If we are starting to work through these things, it's going to feel a little bit hard at first. No doubt there's going to be some sort of resistance inside of you. It's just going to take some practice. It might be a little bit messy, but over time, you're going to build confidence in this. And this is actually going to be a much nicer, more consistent feeling towards your health and fitness goals than being on this all or nothing roller coaster that I'm sure you're dying to get off right now. From a result standpoint, say you were doing everything 75% of the time versus 100% one week or for two weeks and then 0% for another one or two weeks, you're probably going to get much better results doing 75% of your 100% all of the time. I've actually just thought of something that one of my clients said to me the other day, and I think this is a really interesting thing that she'd picked up on about herself, is she said to me, I've been so consistent lately, and I'm actually feeling really good about myself, even though I'm not perfect. And I said, okay, let's talk more about that. Like, tell me, what what do you mean? She's like, well, I've still had a few glasses of wine here and there. You know, there's been some days where I've missed a walk, you know, like she hadn't been doing what she had considered to be all in perfect, hundred percent effort. She'd said that there'd been some days where her food wasn't necessarily where it should have been, or she got home from work and had a fuck it day and just got some takeaway. But at the end of the day, a majority of the time she was giving it a killer effort. And I said to her, isn't that really interesting? I'm absolutely happy and over the moon that you'll like this. And that that's the way that you feel about this, because I would much rather you be training consistently, eating, you know, 80, 20, 
with your food, still going out on the weekend with girls and having a couple of glasses of wine and decompressing and doing all these sorts of things, enjoying your life because she does things outside of the gym as well. Obviously, she has a higher stress job and she likes to go to the odd Pilates class here and there just for a bit of fun with a girlfriend. And I would rather her have this very realistic, sustainable approach to her health and fitness goals and to her life than feeling like she needs to be all in or all out. And that's what she said to me. She's like, this has been completely different to the approaches that I've done previously. Previously, I have tried to do everything 100%, knuckle down, meal prep, train every day. And she said that at the end, she felt like she was burning out. And I think that's a really interesting thing to observe here too, is that when we are trying to go all in on something 100%, we can end up hitting this hard wall where it's like, fuck, I can't do this no more and I need to switch off. So it'd be really interesting for you to have a look at the patterns with your all or nothing and see when this has happened for you. Is the off part, the I'm out of here, I'm done, I'm doing nothing, often after a really intense short period of all in? Because again, this is like that big roller coaster going up and down, up and down, or being in a, a, a dryer going around and around and around. Like it's emotional and it's rough, and you come out feeling pretty fried and spit up and chewed chew up and spit out, right? So actually, I just thought that was a really interesting conversation that I had with a client this week. And with this all or nothing mentality stuff, like I was saying before, it can be a little bit hard at first. It can feel a little bit scary to try and do half when you're so used to doing it perfectly and accepting that sometimes half is okay because it's better than nothing. And if you are somebody that struggles with this, accountability is so key in this instant. These are conversations that I'm having with clients week in, week out, especially in the first you know few months of wrapping their head around being consistent with training and nutrition. This is one of the things that comes up quite often at the start. And then with some practice, with some time and with some accountability tends to fade out pretty, pretty well to almost nothing. Okay. Accountability can be so big with this. And this is exactly what I do with my clients. So if you're someone that needs to be breaking free and losing this all or nothing mentality, then absolutely shoot me a DM on Instagram. Operation Ignite is my one-to-one online coaching program for women just like you in situations just like this. So if this is you, absolutely shoot me a DM on Instagram with the word ignite and we can book you in for a free consultation and see how we can make this a reality for you. Otherwise, that is it from me this week, guys. I hope you've taken something away from this. I hope this has got you thinking about your approach to all or nothing and ways that you can start to lose that mentality and start to see yourself as more consistent with your health and fitness goals. Have an amazing week and I will talk to you all next week. Thanks for joining me on Fit Chit Chat. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single drop. And I seriously encourage you to slide into my DMs on Instagram by searching underscore Coach Danica or fitchitchat.podcast. And let me know what part hit home for you. So until next week, bye.